We're back on the Carolina Outdoors. Each week we come in, the we being Wes Lawson, Bill Barty, and talk about the different things to do in our Carolina Outdoors, as well as the people that are helping make those things happen. In this segment, we have both colliding, and the topic is continuing with water, and most specifically, I guess, the Catawba River water. It's been a lifeblood of the Carolinas as it originates in western North Carolina and flows into South Carolina where it becomes the Watery River. It's 220 miles long Mm. and covers 5,600 square miles of river basin. And besides providing food, energy, water, flowing waterfalls, and beautiful flower blooms, it also provides recreation. And that's what we're going to talk about, Wes Lawson, right now as we bring on Vanessa Covington of the Catawba Riverkeeper. Let's get her on here. Let's get her on. Vanessa, Program Director of Catawba Riverkeeper, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here with y'all. Well, listen, I want you to know I chickened out because I was over here trying to pronounce Ye Isware. Ye Isware. Do you know what that means? I'm so, I do not. Watching you form those words is, is too much. <laughs> I practiced, and now I just did it. That is uh, what Catawba is. It's people of the river is the term, and it's a, that's a term we can all relate to as we move into spring here in the Carolinas with the Catawba River. The silence is deafening, Wes, and Vanessa, y'all left me hanging. Vanessa... <laughs> Come in here and tell us what we can do with the Catawba River Keeper this spring. Of course, and thank you for that history. That is true. The first river keepers of our water, of the Catawba River, um, are the Catawbas, and they are um, alive and thriving and well. Um, We have a wonderful partnership with them at at the Catawba Nation um, located in, in South Carolina. So thank you for uh, for bringing up that, you know, historical meaning of, of what the Catawba River um, means. And so uh, there is a lot of exciting things happening as we are budding into spring. And the Catawba River is a wonderful place to enjoy the outdoors and connect to the water and find some um, respite during the, the hot weather months. And so uh, there are a plethora of activities you can do and a lot of access points, especially Bill, since you said there are 225 miles of the river, which is correct, and plenty of launch points. So, um, you know, besides going out and recreating on your own, um, which you can find more information on the Catawba Riverkeeper site for those access points, as well as we have this wonderful um, nonprofit uh, friend, if you will, the Carolina Thread Trail, and they, right in our local area, um, have a number of Blue Way trails that are located in this 15-county region in North and South Carolina, where you can find information about those paddling trails and access points. Um, so that is a wonderful resource available to learn about how to get outside. Now, if you're new uh, and interested, whether you've just started paddling or you're curious about it, at the Catawba Riverkeeper, we are located on the water on the south fork of the Catawba River in McCaddenville, which um, is historically known as Christmas Town, USA. However, we are making it Christmas Town and Paddling, USA here. And so we're located 
um, like I said, right along the river in the Catonville at the Boathouse. So it's one of our outfitter locations where we, we rent kayaks, and we also host a number of educational skill training programs um, to help you learn and hone in on your paddling skills. So you can rent kayaks from the Boathouse. You can rent kayaks from Kevin Lofton Park in Belmont. You can also rent boats in Cramerton at Goat Island. And so we have a few locations uh, where you can rent a tandem or single kayak and go out on your own, or you can join us on one of our introduction classes or some of our eco tours. And we even have a series called the Thursday Night Paddle Series where we go across the basin each Thursday, April through May, um, exploring different points along our river. So y'all have a lot so going lots, on. Lots I mean, <laughs> that was a couple of minutes of just what's going on. That's incredible. You know, and good things are coming. It's nice to know that there's more to McCaddenville for the casual observer than just Christmas time. Although McCaddenville folks knew that. So you've said eco tours just a little while ago. We had uh, one of our cold water biologists on Jake Rash talking about that ecosystem. What do the eco tours entail? How often do they go out? How long do they take? Who leads it? Tell us all the good stuff. Yeah, we host them um, monthly, and we definitely try to follow the blooms. Specifically, we host two for the world, world's largest stand of the Rocky Shoals spider lily um, towards the end of May and early June. And so we'll take a group out, and we'll explore and paddle through the spider lilies and take a hike back up the trail located at Lansford Canal State Park, where there are um, ruins of the old canal system that was there. So that's one of the eco-tours. Some of the other ones include long stretches of the water. So we'll do a section of the Watery River. Um, that'll be about a four-hour paddle. We'll also do a section of the Catawba River, uh, where we'll launch from Rock Hill at River Park and paddle eight miles down to the Catawba Nation. And so that's like a six-hour adventure if you are interested in committing that kind of time to have that kind of fun on the water. (laughs) You know, that sounds like a lot of fun, especially those spider lilies in bloom in the water. It's great to see them from land, but to paddle through them, Bill, You've done something oh. like that, haven't you? Yeah, I'm a fish in that, haven't you? Oh, yeah, big bass uh, on a different Carolina outdoors program. I, I do have proof, <laughs> and I will get compliment both you, Vanessa, and you, Wes, too, because I love the spider lily bloom, but I have gone through um, several interviews and referred to it as a, a spider bloom, and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother type of deal. <laughs> That's also going to happen soon enough. We don't want spiders. Different segment. We want the lilies. <laughs> Vanessa, listen, I love this because I've known you for quite a while, and you are an experienced and uh, you know well-regarded rock climber who has made her way from the top of the rocks down into working <laughs> with the Catawba River. We've talked a lot with John Searby, the executive director of the Catawba Riverkeeper, um, he k- kind of does all of that stuff, plus Brandon Jones, uh, the river keeper, with research and uh, policing of the river. How is it over there uh, working with them and all that they have going on? And then you you really get to do the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I think Brandon, <laughs> our, our river keeper, would uh, beg to differ. I think what, what he does, he's very passionate about. He has the most fun out of all of us especially finding out all the um, all the impacts, 
whether good or bad, to our water. Uh, he spends, he's our in-house scientist and lead advocate for the whole Catawba Watery Basin, which includes the 225 miles of the river, but it also encompasses uh, 8,900 miles of waterways in this region. And so because it's so important that the river stays healthy and sustainable for everything and everyone that depends on it, um, we are always on the river, always sampling, always trying to figure out, you know, sources of pollution, why it's happening, how it's happening, and what we can do as just, you know, normal residents come together um, with the Catawba River Keeper advocacy and, you know, support policies and um, various initiatives that enhance our water because that is our drinking water source. Without it, you know, water is life. And so, you know, our habitat and ourselves, we can't thrive without clean water. And so they are uh, diligently always working on a number of different initiatives to ensure that our, our region continues to have healthy, good-tasting Catawba River water. Well, and that makes perfect sense. And that, I thank you for that answer because that helped bring, bring around the synergy between uh, the three of you because what you're really doing is help engaging the community um, with education and recreation, utilizing programs and education towards the Catawba River. So it's really about, and really your appearance here on the Carolina Outdoors is is part of pulling in the community so that they can get to better know the Catawba River and the entire uh, Catawba Watery River Basin. And the best way to do it is to be close to it. In fact, be in it on a paddling trip or or even, as you mentioned, the Carolina Thread, uh, a hike alongside it. Um, and that's why we get to talk about these recreational programs like the Eco Tours. You mentioned, and I'm going to ask you a little bit about this because I think this is an ongoing program. And to get you to dig a little deeper into it, but tell us about the Thursday evening paddle series that's open up to the public and, and how we can um, sign up and participate in that. Yeah, so the Thursday Night Paddle Series is led by our engagement manager who's been paddling for over 20 years. He's actually a, a professional whitewater kayaker, and he just loves, he's on the water probably more than any of us whenever he can, personally and, and with work all the time. And so he has found these wonderful locations that are very accessible to beginners or advanced paddlers um, to take them out for an hour and a half. Again, it's every Thursday, April and May from 6 to 7.30, so it's not a huge commitment like some of our eco-tours are. Mm -hmm. And uh, you folks will launch, and then they'll come back at from the same point. And during the time out on the water, we have a different guest speaker each time to talk about various topics, whether it's the history or the ecology or about paddling, um, you know, paddling experiences and stories. And so that's the real highlight of these paddles is that they're a wonderful way to uh, wind down after a week of work and um, get out there and, you know, as it's getting warmer um, and find out, you know, some new information and maybe learn a few paddling tricks here and there. And all of that information can be found on our website at catabariver.org. And you go to recreation under recreation is Thursday night paddle series. And we, with the, this specific series, you can either bring your own boat if you have one, or you can rent one from us. 
It's too easy. And just for a little wet your whistle for our listeners out there, as we talked to Vanessa Covington, program director for the Catawba Riverkeeper, um, in April, a little bit later on, April 7th, in fact, it's Alex Brooks is the speaker, and he's the education director with Gaston County Museum. And then the 14th is the Riverkeeper uh, himself. Brandon Jones will be on hand uh, in the classroom in Fort Lawn, South Carolina. So we're kicking off April with uh, two uh, uh, hardy speakers so that we can learn a whole lot about about everything. Tell us about Fort Lawn. Yes, so Fort Lawn, where the paddle on April 14th will be hosted with our riverkeeper, Brandon Jones, is our new location in the Southern Basin. So that will be one of our satellite offices. It will be a welcome center and open to the public where we have an interpretive walking trail. Uh, We have access to the river and an outdoor classroom that will be available for everyone to use and especially the the students of the area. And so we'll be um, checking out that location on the Thursday Night Paddle Series on the 14th of April, um, which will provide a wonderful insight into kind of what's up and coming um, in the Southern Basin. Again, our priority is to be on the water across the the basin as much as possible. So we're really excited about our new location down there. Y'all have had some really good uh, growth recently with the the boathouse and the livery, and then now this sort of fish camp acquisition, especially moving a little bit farther south, a little bit out of sort of out of town, so to speak. If somebody wanted to, let's say, give land, donate land or resources to the Catawba Riverkeeper, how best can they do that? Yeah, they can um, contact our executive director, John Therby, which Bill mentioned um, at john at catawbariverkeeper.org. Right now, I think we have as many properties and locations that we can manage. However, we would love, uh, we are always looking for more opportunities, definitely access points too, where we can get to the hard reach areas for for sampling and and research. So that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. And then along those lines of of kind of the growth there. Oh, 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 I thought you were going to ask about hush puppies. (laughs) Do you love the hush puppies? (laughs) Yes, Yes, because they acquired a fish camp, they're going to have hush puppies all the time. I hope so. Is it? Yes. Vanessa's on the program. Okay. Sorry I interrupted. I just thought she was going to say they had hush puppies. Oh, man. We are derailed. So um, earlier you were talking about educating folks, letting them understand the importance of a clean and healthy river system. What are some things that we can put into practice sort of right now as individual participants in the ecosystem to make, help make sure that our river system is clean and sustainable? Yeah, so one of the best and easiest way to do that on a, on a personal level when you, as you live your day-to-day life is make sure you're properly disposing of your trash correctly. Um, if you get your tires changed, make sure that either the, um, the mechanic is taking them back. Um, you know, don't dump them outside somewhere in a preserve somewhere. You think no one will ever uh, notice. They might, but the water will notice when it falls into the river and starts leaching out um, harmful chemicals. And so um, that's one of the easiest ways, really just proper disposal of your trash or debris. Um, the other way is to, you know, if you're ever out on a greenway next to a creek and you see some trash, you know, leave it better then you found it, and, you know, we'd appreciate if you could pick it up. Of course, if it's safe to, to 
pick it up and dispose of, that would be wonderful. Um, you know, of course, we can always minimize how much water we use just by being efficient and how we shower and, you know, brush our teeth and water our lawns. Um, so that's, that's a pretty easy um, way to help keep the water sustained because it's not just about quality. It's about the quantity of water. And so, you know, this region has rapidly developed over the last 10, 20 years, mm. um, which is causing more of a strain on our water system. Uh, and so, you know, those little actions make huge impact. And if you want to join other people um, in cleaning up, we host monthly cleanups um, October through April at various locations around the basin. And our largest one is the first Saturday of October every year called River Sweep. We have over 55 sites, around 2,000 volunteers who join us for three hours and pick up trash, whether it's on land, in the creek, in the water, in a kayak or a motorboat. We have a lot of boat captains um, who live on the water with local residents and take their pontoon boat and join us. Um, and last year we were able to remove, I think, 53,000 pounds. So our goal this year is 55,000 pounds. And so those you know, basic cleanups make a huge difference. 55,000 pounds of trash coming out of the river, and you can be a part of that. So y'all pay attention to October for River Sweep. And pay attention yeah. to that website, too. CatawbaRiverSweep.org is where that is, uh, along with CatawbaRiverKeeper.org. Vanessa Covington, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to spread the word so that we know about this great river that uh, flows right through our community and why we should take care of it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. And, Bill, let's go kayaking sometime. Count me in. Hey, I'll meet you down there at the Lansford Canal State Park paddle. Let's go through those lilies. Wonderful. I'll see you there. Take care. Off, Bye. off she goes, Vanessa Covington, and off we go. Just for a moment, we're going to come back and wrap this thing up called the Carolina Outdoors.